the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, good afternoon. Greetings. Welcome along for the Friday edition of The Ride Home. Kath, good to see you. Looking resplendent in a red jacket today. It's the post-birthday edition is what it is. Very nice. little birthday hangover? Mm, yeah, you know, it happens. I mean, you really didn't do anything for your birthday, did you? Well, I mean, we had the cake party here. So, yeah, but I'm We sure. had the lunch. W- with your yeah. immediate family? No. No, I, no, because everybody was working or otherwise obligated. I see. So tonight... Uh, I returned some stuff at the mall. <laughs> It's pretty exciting. Oh, that's wild. I know. That's crazy. You think, wow, I wish I could have a birthday like that. Well, tomorrow then, will you celebrate it with 70,000 of your closest friends? No. Hmm. Thanks for asking. I'm not going to the Garth Brooks concert. No, no, aren't you? Are you not a country music fan? I like country music. Yeah, me too. I'm not a Garth Brooks fan, though. I kind of... Now, this is going to be a really... I recognize that this is an ignorant comment as far as... I mean, one that is uneducated. I did not realize that Garth Brooks was still that big of a deal. What do you mean? I mean, just recently you realized that? Like today? What? When I realized that and I heard that there were going to be 70,000 seats available for this concert? That's a pretty big deal. I thought, I know Garth Brooks historically has had a wonderful career. Gigantic career. But I didn't realize that he would be that big of a draw still. Can you imagine? 70,000 people and there's a guy on stage with a band. That's cool. Now, would you would you be involved in that in any way, shape, or form? Even if you were a fan, would you be involved in that? No, absolutely not. Maybe but, if I was 20 years younger or – no, I could care less. The idea of going into a sea of 70,000 people, most of whom are inebriated to some degree or another, that has no appeal to me. Really? You want to do that? Mike, you go into Garth Brooks. Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots. You know the rest of that? Is that one of his songs? Yeah, that's all I know. (laughs) So therefore, I am not going. You're not going to go. However, I am a Garth Brooks fan, though. If somebody said, hey, I got two tickets. I would go. I would. I really would. I heard heard he puts on an amazing concert. I bet he does. I just wouldn't appreciate it because I don't know enough of his music. Yeah, I could care less. But 70,000 people is That's a lot. I just, I can't do that anymore. Okay, so later in today's show, or in the 5 o'clock hour, we're going to talk about our favorite live concerts of all time. Mm, so if okay, none yeah. of us are going to see Garth Brooks, we'll talk about our favorite shows. Okay. Hey, well, today is National... Pizza uh, Party Day. So for your birthday, pizza party? I'd be happy for that. In fact, strangely enough, that's happening Sunday. Oh. Uh-huh. We're celebrating my birthday on Sunday. With a my, pizza party? With a pizza party. Really? It'll be a Pizza Italia Pizza party. Oh, that's nice. Yes, I'm very excited about that. Good for you. Pizza Tally, if you're unfamiliar, is on Liberty Avenue in Bloomfield. Mm -hmm, And that's what I'm doing Sunday. That's excellent pizza. Uh, National Pizza Party Day for you, John. If you could be celebrating with a group of friends, like maybe Mike and I. Do you have other friends? (laughs) (laughs) 
Jeez. <laughs> I just wonder. I just cut to the quick. I know. I was just. I have a, a, a large an honest and question. A, a, a large variety of friends. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good. Well, you doubt that? I just was checking. Uh, holy smokes! Because you hadn't invited Mike and I to do anything. When? Well, ever. What do you mean? I'm always asking you to come around. Mm-hmm. No, you. Aren't. I am. I'm yeah. constantly. That is no- come right. on. When's the last time you got invited over to the Hall Homestead? Never. Exactly. Never. I didn't say Mike. I said you. <laughs> I'd rather go to the Garth Brook concert. Oh. Dreaming oh. all on my roots. I showed up in boots and ruined your black tie affair. That's it. Ruined your what? Black tie affair. They have the best lyrics, country music, oh, out sure of all yeah. of the genres. Yeah. Uh, so Pizza party? Yeah. Pizza party. Yeah. Where would you be going? Uh, to what pizzeria? Well, I told you I'm going to Pizza Italia on Sunday to celebrate my birthday. I'm going to I mean, I'm not going there. I'm going to Minio's. That's Are my you? Sta- of course, yeah. Okay. That's that's a family tradition for us, Minio's. On, We've been doing uh, that forever. Murray Avenue exactly. in Squirrel Hill. Yeah, it's been a family tradition. It's an outstanding. Since my kids were little, we'd go to Minio's. Choice. And what are you getting? Um, I'm switching it up. I used to always do just pepperoni. Lately, I've gone with green pepper and mushroom. Mm. With and pepperoni? No. Oh, no. So you're mm. going meatless. Yeah. Interesting. Green pepper, mushroom. Okay. It's very nice. With no sausage. you got to throw sausage on No, there. I don't need it. I don't like no, it. No, I'm good. No, I'm good. Mike, are I you putting sausage it. on yours? Oh, most definitely. Yes. Sausage? Oh, I'm yeah. not really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My kids do bacon on theirs. Oh, no. Bacon's good, yeah. No. I think it's too much. I you think You could put so bacon too. on anything. Yeah. You could. Okay, where are you getting your pizza, Mike? Um, I like um, Vincent's. Yes, in, right here in Green Tree. Right here in Green Tree. Mm-hmm. I do. You guys turned me on to that. Um, Very good the, pizza. Uh, is this a, the white sauce pizza. Isn't that was, good that is my favorite thing oh. there. No, wait a second. How about uh, and how about that good that Mediterranean salad? I was we always get oh, that's that. Good. Oh, that's get, real good. Along with the white pizza, that's very good. At Vincent's, and you get that little dough ball. Oh, I like it. that. Yeah, like three of those. Oh, you mean in, in your uh, next to your salad? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. like that. How about uh, if you didn't want to go out for a pizza party and wanted a pizza party? Great at home, idea. Great what idea. What are you doing? Great idea. I all you know this is a weekly occurrence in my house. Sometimes twice a week. What? It's MIOP. Make your own pizza. Yeah. Always. So you get your tortilla from Reina's mm-hmm. and you put on top of that Rouse pizza sauce, my personal favorite. Mm-hmm. And then you put mozzarella cheese. And then I cut up little bits of margarita pepperoni. Margarita pepperoni. Mm-hmm. And then you cover it with garlic salt. Is Holy what you do. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Put that in the oven. Really? My kids um, recently have uh, been eating French bread pizzas. Stouffer's? If I had a nickel for every French bread pizza I've eaten in my life, seriously. <laughs> I'd have, a, I'd have at least $1,000. I've eaten so many. Uh, me too. I love them so They're much. They're so delicious. They are delicious. I'm so glad they still make them. Me too. Have you ever, and that maybe it's a terrible time to bring it up, have you ever looked at the calorie content? Oh, no. That? You think I care about that? I can- <laughs> no, no. There's no way. It tastes too good to care. Yeah. The I- other day I was in McDonald's and I saw that for the first time. Talk about a buzzkill. Isn't that an eye-opener? Oh, it sure How about is going to Panera and looking at the baked goods section? No, thanks. No yeah. way. Would you like a 99-cent baked good? I'm yeah. like, no, thank you. I start. Gu- I, I feel guilty just looking I know. at the stuff. It's awful. I yeah. completely agree. But yeah, but like a little frozen pizza? I'm I think all, that's I'm good. Are you that. having a frozen pizza at home, Mike? I'm having a frozen pizza. What are you having? Yeah. Uh, like uh, DiGiorno, I like Red Baron. Augustine's, Augustine's Pizza, but you can only get that out in Newcastle. They used to have it out in um, Mount Nebo Giant Eagle. But yeah, no Augustine's more. Pizza, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But you know what? Um, you know what my wife does? Tell me. She sprinkles sugar oh. on the bottom of the crust. Why? Before you put it in the before pan? Before she put yeah, before she puts it in the oven. 
and the crust just has this. Oh my gosh, this mm. really good. Okay, sweet wait taste a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. You're just put. Is there like olive oil and then sugar, or yeah. is just yeah, just, yeah, yeah, right. for it so it can stick on there. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Really. That's just what I need. I need to find a, a way to coated. As I'm trying to take sugar out of my diet, I'm going to add it to my pizza. I'm telling you, right. it's it's really good. Of course right. it is. All right. Wow. Well, happy National Pizza Party Day. Nice. I good. wish we were having one now. Me too. I, I mean, I know we had a party a yesterday. I feel ungrateful that I want another party. What right. day is it today? It's, it's, oh. Oh what my is it? gosh! I almost forgot to tell both of you guys. Tell me what your weekend has begun. Tell us. <gasps> oh, thank goodness! Please let this be the beginning of a Cool in the Gang festival. <laughs> like each Friday, we get a different Cool in the Gang song. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Coming up next, we're going to talk about. An absolutely thrilling story. I love this. There's a massive radio superstation which is going in on the uh, western coast of South Korea, and it is going to blanket all of North Korea with the good news of who Jesus is. Nice. Super Christian radio coming to North Korea soon. Stick around. Let's all celebrate and have a good time. 101.5 WORD. Playing Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New, new music. New music from Matthew West. Unplanned. I know that there's no such thing as unplanned. God's not done with you. From Taryn Wells. Oh, and Building 429. Fear no more. And I will fear no more. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD on the weekend. Stuck in an expensive timeshare contract and feel like there's no way out. I'm almost at $10,000 in four years. I've never traveled anywhere. They made this sound that it, this would be a really good deal. That I could go anywhere, anytime I wanted to. That never worked out. I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group. I've helped thousands of people get rid of their timeshare. I know all the tricks because I'm embarrassed to say I once worked in the timeshare industry. We've saved suffering timeshare owners millions in debt and maintenance fees. When you're approved as a client, I guarantee you a 100% success rate. We'll get you out of your timeshare, eliminate your payments, and get them off of your back permanently. I honestly would recommend that you call Wesley Financial. They will help you. Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free information kit. If they can't get you out of your timeshare, you'll pay nothing. Call 800 220 800-220-5757. That's 800-220-5757. Turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? Hi, it's me, Marsha, from the Spring House. Do you have a special event coming up in your life? A shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all-natural, farm-fresh food then it's time to give the Springhouse Catering Department a call at 724-228-3339. From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create, you will be delighted. After every catering event,
comment, Jill tells our cooks, I wish I could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us. Give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm-fresh catering from the Springhouse. Email phishing attacks cost businesses billions annually in real cash, data loss, and brand damage. Phishing emails are hard to detect because the messages appear to be legitimate to unsuspecting employees. Introducing Barracuda Fish Line, a groundbreaking cloud-based solution designed to help employees recognize sophisticated email phishing attacks through interactive training reinforced by continuous simulation. Transform your employees from a liability into a line of defense. Go to barracuda.com slash pl to learn more. The radio that you are listening to right now, this radio station, is a 50,000-watt radio station. That's a powerful signal. Mm-hmm. We reached portions of three states, Ohio, Pennsylvania, of course, and West Virginia. It's a, it's a nice, big, thick coverage. Now, there are places in this world where there are super radio stations, and a new one is planned very, very soon to go into operation, broadcasting live into North Korea from the, uh, the smaller uh, edge of South Korea, a 250,000-watt radio station. Here to talk to us about that, Wayne Peterson joins us from Far East Broadcasting Company. Wayne, welcome to Word FM. Well, well, thank you, John, and uh, you set the stage very, very well for this. Uh, th- these 250,000-watt transmitters, you don't go to Walmart and carry them all in the back of your car. <laughs> I mean, this is a major, major uh, project, and uh, a project to reach one of the most, if not the most, restricted countries in the world. Uh, Open Doors has, uh, for the last 18 years, has listed this uh, North Korea country is the most heavily persecuted country in the world. So, Wayne, the beauty of radio is that it's a personal medium. Um, you know, you turn on a, a, a receiver of some kind, and all of a sudden you hear a personal voice. In, in, in so many ways, I haven't been able to figure out yet. It's more personal than television. I don't know if it's because it engages the imagination. I don't know if it's because people can do other things while they listen to the radio, but there is something unique about it. And this is an amazing opportunity for believers in Jesus to communicate the truth about who he is to people who would never have access to it. Well, well, Kathy, you're absolutely right, because radio is uh, economical, uh, especially AM radios. And North Korea, in addition to the spiritual poverty, is extremely poor. People can't get food, they can't get clothing, they can't get medical care, they can't get education. But almost everyone has a humble AM radio that goes back, uh, you know, 80 years and uh, using the high-powered signal from South Korea, you're right, John, 250,000 watts. Wow. Uh, a signal like that can't even be blocked by anybody. And uh, the, the poor people, and I, I talk, about, talk about economic poverty, will be able to listen on their little earbuds to AM radio from South Korea uh, proclaiming the gospel. And, and you're right about that. There's something about radio. There's an intimacy about it that you don't get on television. They're certainly not on the Internet or live streaming because it goes direct to the heart. Uh, and, you know, the Bible talks about faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. So there's a direct link between the ear and the heart that I believe makes Christian radio especially effective economically, politically going behind doors that no one can block. And people in North Korea don't have computers. They can't afford TVs. 
but most everyone has an AM radio. What's fascinating, Wayne, is that, you know, when you look at communist China, the Chinese famously, they've um, censored the Internet. But the interesting thing about AM radio broadcasting at 250,000 watts, there's no censoring taking place. What uh, Far East Broadcasting chooses to broadcast goes directly into the AM transmitter. So talk about that. What types of programs for people in North Korea as they encounter Jesus for the first time over the airwaves? What is that going to sound like? Well, the listeners in North Korea that have been shut out from the outside world, it's called the hermit country because it's so shut off, it's probably the most uh, most blocked country in the world. So they have very little access to outside world. So they don't get information about how to raise your kids, how to have a good marriage, how to handle your money, that type of thing that we take for granted here. So we will be addressing issues like that. And our programmers, those that prepare and present and produce the programs, uh, will be Koreans that know the language and know the culture. Many of them are North Koreans that have fled the culture, and they know the kind of issues that their friends and family back in North Korea are facing. So they on the radio will be addressing those issues in a way that we as North Americans could never do. And so we are uh, training and equipping the North Koreans to share their faith in Christ in the practical ways that faith, uh, faith relates to life. And obviously the most important message is that they can know Jesus Christ as a personal Savior who can forgive their sins and give them the promise of eternal life in heaven someday. So uh, this is an exciting time to present practical but also eternal truths that will change their lives and give them some semblance of hope and connection. We're talking to Wayne Peterson from the Far East Broadcasting Company about the new upcoming massive superstation radio signal, which is going to carry the Christian message into the closed country of North Korea. Now, people who are listening to the show, um, Wayne, I'm sure are thinking, well, wait a minute, like, so you're concerned about getting some kind of radio show in there. What these people need is some food and some water. Well, uh, absolutely. And that's an entirely uh, different matter that is ex- you know, it's easier to get a radio signal in than it is to come in with humanitarian help. And as much as we would like to do that, and as much as Christ commands us to care for the physical needs of uh, people, that is simply not an option for us at this time, you know, as long as the beloved leader, as he loves to be called, is in charge. Uh, But uh, the beloved leader is facing something, even though he's trying to stamp out Christianity, he's going to run into something, a powerful Christian radio station that can't be stopped. So we're going to do what we can to offer uh, hope and encouragement and hopefully some resources that will help them uh, just uh, survive in this life and prepare for the next. I see. So, Wayne, if you work in radio like we do, uh, you have to call yourself a radio geek. So when you hear about a 250,000-watt r- transmitter I mean, going that's out. unbelievable. Yeah, wh- what's that going to look like, the machinery involved for someone to build that, to have the coverage like that? Can you go into a you know a, a sort of brief sketch of the technology? Well, sure. I mean, this is obviously something you don't buy off the shelf, and it's really organizations, uh, you know, around the the world that do international broadcasting, organizations like TWR Radio and HCGAB and SEBC and and uh, in the past Voice of America and BBC use these large high-powered transmitters, but they're specially built. 
and especially tuned to a specific frequency. And uh, we're looking at a timeline for this for the uh, building and the shipping and the installation of this. Uh, it, it's a room full of transmitting equipment, obviously, yes. uh, to be delivered by, uh, by the, God willing, by the end of the year, barring any unforeseen difficulties, but having it shipped over to South Korea and installed and tested and put on the air. But God willing, it'll be by the end of this year. So, Wayne, as people listen and they, they see uh, the, the need for this great ministry, I'm sure people want to be part of this as well. I mean, if, if you're so inclined, you're always looking for partners to step alongside, aren't you? Well, absolutely. And uh, you, we are actually in the fundraising stage of this. But we have gone forward on faith and ordered the transmitter. And uh, we have the property uh, secured now in South Korea that will uh, be the home to this uh, superstation. But uh, obviously, this is a six-figure-plus project, and we need the help of God's people that have the understanding of Jesus' command to take the gospel to the uttermost part of the earth. And if there's ever been an uttermost part, it's North Korea. And we know that God has a heart for the lost people that have never heard the gospel. And as uh, Paul the Apostle said, it's my ambition to preach the gospel where the name of Christ is not known. So for our listeners that uh, share that vision, that passion, I invite you to go to our website, and you can see the story of the North Korea Superstation there. And our website is febc.org. That's FEBC, stands for Far East Broadcasting Company. Very nice. FEBC.org. Well, Wayne, it's very, very exciting. I love the we story. We admire this story. We really do. A lot of chutzpah here, and uh, the Lord's name will not be uh, denied, will it? Well, that's right, and this is an unbeatable, unbreakable, unstoppable signal, but I'm just imagining what it will be like when hundreds of thousands of North Koreans are able to tune in and hear the good news of Jesus Christ for the very first time. And I imagine some of us, John and Kathy and Wayne, standing in heaven and seeing these people at the front of the line that have been touched by the ministry of this new station. It's, it's amazing. It surely is. Wayne Peterson joins us from Far East Broadcasting Company. Information about Far East Broadcasting, febc.org on the web. 250,000 watts of Jesus daily in the North Korea. We'll take a quick break. We've got lots more ahead. We're going to talk about uh, the Pittsburgh public schools and the recent trip into Cuba by the superintendent and a small group. Jen had a very busy day today. Really busy. First, she dropped her kids off at daycare. Then she had a few minutes before yoga class for a coffee. Small latte, please. And then she saved a few lives. Nurse, two units go negative. One, an injured child. Another, a cardiac patient. And then, a premature baby. All because Jen logged on to bloodsciencefoundation.org and made a financial donation. There, done. You see, local blood donors provide only about half of what is needed to treat patients. The other half has to be purchased and relies on financial donations from people like you and Jen. Ooh, cake pops. So, what have you done today? To make a financial donation that saves lives, visit bloodsciencefoundation.org. Blood Science Foundation, giving from the heart. Do you know where your mattress came from? If your mattress is from the original mattress factory, you can rest easy knowing that your mattress was hand-built right here in Pittsburgh. And every original mattress factory mattress features American-made materials. 
from our supportive inner springs to cotton padding to our shock-absorbing box springs. You can even stop by our factory to take a tour and see our team make your mattress. Can the other guys say that? That is the Original Mattress Factory difference. Visit us at OriginalMattress.com. Got different companies running your web design, social media marketing, and geofencing, but not sure which is getting you customers and which is a waste of your dollars? Contact us at Salem Surround. We can put all your digital marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports, and instantly move your advertising to the most effective areas of your digital marketing suite. Salem Surround. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com, surroundpittsburgh.com, connecting you with new customers. Train up children in the way they should go, and when they are old, they will not depart from it. PittsburghChristianSchools.net will help you locate true educational partners in Allegheny, Beaver, Butler, and Washington counties. PittsburghChristianSchools.net. Zelle is an easy way to send money to friends and family right from your banking app. Not sure what to get someone for their birthday? Send them money with Zelle so they can buy whatever they want. Look for Zelle in your banking app or get more info at ZellPay.com. Zelle, this is how money moves. Things were happening, church, that you weren't allowed to laugh. Word FM presents Funny Things Were Happening and we had to pretend like it wasn't happening. Ladies Night Out with writer, comedian, and playwright Sherry Lynn. My sister got up and she mined to a Yolanda Adams song and it was beautiful. It's a night out for the girls. As she was miming and she was twirling, her wig came off. June 21st at the Bible Chapel. I have not seen the type of power or anointing that could make us forget your hairs on the floor. Get early bird admission now through May 31st at wordfm.com. Mostly cloudy tonight with a shower in some spots, especially later on tonight, the low 53. Tomorrow, intervals of clouds and sunshine, a warmer day with a shower thunderstorm around high 82. Partly cloudy and warm tomorrow night, low 64. Very warm Sunday with clouds and some sun. An afternoon shower thunderstorm in the area, high 86 degrees. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle. Pittsburgh Public Schools, they, um, they hired a, um, a contract to help them with their STEM studies. And the um, organization is based in Florida. So while the uh, Pittsburgh Public Schools were on spring break, some administrators, the top administrators, as a matter of fact, the head of the Pittsburgh Public Schools, and uh, his secretary and several other members of the school, not the school board, went to Florida, and they went and met with their uh, new contract, the uh, STEM teachers. But while they were there, they were put on a plane, and then they went to Cuba for a couple of days. They knew, at least several people knew, that there was going to be an international trip before they went to Florida because they said to all the other people on the trip, make sure you bring your passports just in case. But so, the school board didn't know that there was going to be an international element. To right. The trip. So now when the administrators and um, the head of the school board came back, uh, there was this trip that was questioned. Why did you go to Cuba? What was that all about? Apparently, the school board, which is a nine-member board, must all unanimously sign off on international travel. Well, that's is a whole other issue. But now it looks as though the Pittsburgh public schools themselves have hired an independent investigator to review the Cuba trip by the Pittsburgh superintendent and the other administrators. I don't know if it's a mountain out of a molehill. I don't know what the story's all about. 
but there are some machinations going on, and it's a little disappointing because the superintendent is brand new. So who knows what's going on in the state of the Pittsburgh Public Schools? Uh, we'll find out more because the uh, review started yesterday. District Solicitor Ira Weiss said that he referred the review Thursday, that's yesterday, to Lords Sanchez Ridge, a former solicitor for the city of Pittsburgh, and an attorney with Petrogallo, Gordon, Alfano, Bosick, and Ross Ponte, LLP. Mr. Weiss said that he'll meet with Ms. Sanchez Ridge on Monday to discuss the timeline of the investigation as well as the estimated cost of the review. But here's the part that jumped out at me, John, and I'm reading from the PG. Quote, frankly... This is a much more complicated issue than it appeared to be initially. So I really can't give you a timeline, he said today. That's interesting. So the school board, the trip was taken by Superintendent Anthony Hamlet, Chief Academic Officer Minky Jenkins, and three other district administrators. Uh, they took the trip during the week of April 15th when they said the uh, school district was on spring break. So more than meets the eye. I wonder what's going on there. I don't know, but why Cuba? I don't know. What is the thing with Cuba? Seriously, I mean, if you were, if you're in now, if you're in Miami, okay, and you're at a thing. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of places you could go, namely Miami. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's a relatively nice place. You could like the Florida Keys, mm-hmm. the Everglades. I would love to see that. Me That'd too. Be awesome. But I mean, you're in Florida. When you get that far south, it's really, really beautiful. Yeah, everything's beautiful. It's tropical. Why are we going to Cuba? Well, I understand. I mean, Cuba has an appeal. Why does it have an appeal? Well, in some ways, because you know the um, uh, the, uh, the diplomatic relations that have uh, not progressed with Cuba since the early '60s, mm-hmm. in some ways, has re- frozen Cuba into a time. Okay, capsule. so like for history, people who like old cars want to go to Cuba. <laughs> sure. I mean, you just want to see part of a culture that. Not totally, but has been left alone by United States influence. Has been left alone by modernity. Forget mm. U.S. influence. And that was the choice of the Cuban repressive government, yes. not the choice of the United States. I, I'd i like to go. I'd like to go. I'd like to visit. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying if you're in Miami. Stay in Miami and why, check it out. Why are you going to Cuba? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> So this is a weird investigation into a very odd story that I mean th- that is a, that is quote a much more complicated issue than it appeared to be initially. I don't know. You, you would think the Pittsburgh superintendent, the new superintendent, Mr. Hamlet, so new he'd want to cross his t's and dot his eyes. But now there's an investigation. That's the last thing you want. to I'll be tell you one in. thing. I'd like to read more about an investigation. <laughs> we'll take a quick break. Come I think back. There should be an investigation here. We're going to talk about uh, small groups in yeah. churches. It's Kent Dunnington coming up next. WORD. Turning Point with David Jeremiah. The number seven is the number of completeness. The number six is the incomplete number. The number six represents the inability of man to measure up to number seven without God. 
Join Dr. David Jeremiah for his series, Signs, next time on Turning Point. This evening at 7.30 on 101.5 WORD. Everyone's talking about Better Together, the exciting new talk show by women and for women airing daily on TBN Television Network. Join host Lori Crouch and some awesome women of faith in action. Better Together is a fast-moving 30 minutes of honest, engaging conversation about all sorts of issues. No topic is off limits. That's what Better Together is all about. Living, loving, and growing in God's grace together as friends and family. Join in weekdays at 1.30 p.m. Eastern, 10.30 a.m. Pacific for Better Together, exclusively on TBN. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-881-4747. That's 1-800-881-4747. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-881-4747. Select quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issue and company, and other factors. Not available in all states. We talk about, oh, we're thematic, we're integrated, but what that means at Jubilee is very different. Jubilee Christian School Principal April Eisman on their award-winning integrated curriculum. The scripture is infused in everything. Science, math, English. It's not, okay, we're going to have Bible class, and then we're going to go have science. Everything is infused with the scripture. Not only that, but it's thematic and that is very hard to do you can't go and buy this curriculum i've never seen anything like it imagine believe achieve at jubileecs.org dentistry in my opinion shouldn't be a fear inducing experience and it really i think goes a long way for patients when i'm able to develop that one-on-one relationship with them exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. In August of 1987, I was out of my mind. And truly, I was out of my mind. And I remember walking down the street... Uh, retrieving a... Street in uh, Pittsburgh? No, in New York City. Retrieving a, a day planner that I had left in a, a cab the night before. And by some miracle, some kind person found my day planner, called me and said, hey man, I've, you know, I've got your book, which, you know... Then was everything. It was everything. It's not like you had your calendar in your phone. No, it's your calendar, your phone numbers, it's your life in your hands. And so if you lose your day planner, you're, you're, you know, you're out of business basically. But somebody found it and called me and said, I've got this and here's my address. So stop by and pick it up. So I went to, to a Korean deli. It was on the corner of this place and walked down the street and uh, there was all these brownstones, typical New York City side street. Uh, it was in the uh, lower 40s in Manhattan. And I, I walked by this place and uh, saw a little sign on the way down the street and the sign said, the mustard seed. And, you know, I knew enough to go, oh, well, what the, something something biblical is happening there, the mustard seed. I went and retrieved my book, got my, gave the person the flowers, and then on the way back, I went down into that basement. 
into the mustard seed. And <laughs> those six steps down into that basement of that brownstone changed my life. Because when I walked in there, I took a seat next to a guy wearing, I'm sure, a $1,000 suit on the left, and a guy on the right was barely clothed. He stunk to high heaven. And there I was in the middle of it all. And the things that I heard, the experience that I went through of the brutality of the honesty, of the grace, the stories, the power of that small group and that mustard seed in the basement of that brownstone, it changed my life for the better forever. Such is the power of AA and that small group model. Here to talk to us about small groups, what the... um, what the small groups can do. Small Groups Anonymous, why the best church small groups might take their cues from the 12 steps is Kent Dunnington. Kent is Associate Professor of Philosophy at Biola University, and he's written a piece at Christianity Today called Small Groups Anonymous. Kent, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm fine. Thanks for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. Okay, so there, there's a brief sort of uh, encounter into into my first small group step into AA. Now, you're different because you're not an alcoholic, but at the same time, you know the power of the AA small group model. That's right. Uh, my story's a little bit different than yours. Like you said, I'm not an alcoholic, but when I was in graduate school, I was uh, I, I had a mentor who was an alcoholic and had been in, in AA a long time. And at that time, I was sort of spiritually adrift. And he invited me to come with him to a meeting just to see what it was like. Uh, it was sort of a his own spiritual home, I think. And so I went with him, and I was gripped by it, having been raised in the church, uh, it reminded me of a lot of what I thought the church was supposed to be, but often hadn't been for me. And so I was really drawn to it, kept going, and uh, ever since then have thought of it as um, a kind of powerful uh, model for authentic spirituality that, that the church could learn from. So, Kent, you said that the church had... Um maybe not met your needs or your expectations. Um, talk about that. What was the church not doing that you recognized in AA? I would say a different thing. I mean, so I was, you know, I grew up in a church where questions, doubts, um, a, a, a feeling of confusion or a feeling of distance from God or even anger with God were not welcome. And yet they were very much a part of my own experience as an adolescent, young person. So I had, uh, I, I found in AA a group of people who could be brutally honest about their own spiritual emptiness, their spiritual brokenness, um, their confusion. There was no, uh, there was no orthodoxy that had to be maintained by members of the group, and that permitted a level of honesty that I could never really experienced in the church. So that was it for me then, was just people grappling with the desire for God and their distance from God in a way that was totally honest and raw. Yeah. I mean, there's the truth of the matter, right? And you write about this in your in your piece in CT, Small Groups Anonymous. 
that the the thing about uh, I think the power of that small group in AA, uh, you you say is the fruit of desperation, and anybody who's ever tried to get sober and can't get sober, that desperation, man, that comes at such a price. But it it propels you into the room. It compels you to stay there, and if you're so inclined and and honest in your first small steps of recovery, and the people around you, they themselves are honest. It, it takes you places that a small group in a church just cannot or will not take you because what's missing in the small group in a church is that it does lack that desperation. That's right. Yeah, as I say in the piece, the more I thought about what AA has that probably can't be replicated in a church setting, that's one of the things. There's a kind of desperation to severe alcoholism that isn't really part of the you know, normal quest for a life of spiritual flourishing. I mean, of course, there are times when we feel desperate for God just yes. in general, sure. but it's it's pretty uh, sporadic, whereas when you're really in the grips of intense alcoholism, it's desperate because you're dying. <laughs> um, the other thing I think that is peculiar about the AA setting is the way that anonymity functions, because, well, you described it in your opening um, the people that you sat with in that room would not be together under any other circumstances <laughs> and probably will never encounter each other no. in, in another setting. And that allows them to be honest about their brokenness in a way that's it's hard to attain in the church setting. Yeah, and one of the things I loved about that anonymity is, you know, you'd be out somewhere in the city, uh, even to this day, and you bump into somebody, you know, at the grocery store or wherever, and, you know, you know things about that person that are just completely untoward. I mean, you know their secrets, and they know your secrets. And when you see each other, well, oftentimes, you know, we don't even greet each other. We sort of look at each other, you kind of nod, and then you move on with your life. I mean, I can't tell you how many times that's happened to me and i love that so much because there's such power there you know that i don't have to be social i don't have to reveal things i just know that that guy or that woman has got my back because they showed up like i showed up and i love that so much you know uh, the thing about so the whole piece that you wrote about small groups anonymous is that in some ways an encouragement that you know it's a, a, and wistful in some way at least for me it's wistful and that i would wish that small groups in the church would somehow have that engine of people loving on each other in that way, in that desperate, hardcore way that, you know, when we get together, when, you know, a small group gets together, there's food, there's fellowship, it's polite. There might be a, a book study or something like that or some Bible study, but it lacks something that is so vital that, you know, it w- is within the rooms of AA. And I don't know if you can ever replicate that because – of that life and death situation that people are encountering? I don't know either, to be honest with you. I mean, when I think about why I wrote the piece, there's a few reasons. One of them is what you say. I mean, I was curious about whether the intense kind of experience that happens in AA rooms could be reproduced in a church setting. But there are a couple other reasons, too. I mean, one is that people complain a lot about small groups, and I I do that, too. I complain about lack of discipleship in the church setting, but then I think when you really get down to thinking about what uh, discipleship groups would have to be like to be different, it, it requires a level of commitment that I don't know that many Christians, even those who complain, really want to give themselves over to. Mm-hmm. But I think it can be helpful to point out that we may not want what we say we want. Um, and then a third reason I wrote the piece is, 
as I say at the end of the piece, I think most churches have people in the congregations who are engaged in AA or other 12-step groups. And we often think about addiction and, and that sort of thing in the church as a sort of problem that we have to find a solution to. But often I think that the people in our church who know the most about authentic spiritual community are people who have grappled with severe addiction. And so to put ourselves in a different posture towards them, posture of learning from their wisdom, I think would be helpful. Yeah. And, you know, there's something about, um, especially in a large city, and Pittsburgh's like this as well, but, you know, especially Manhattan. I mean, at any hour of the day or night, you know, it'd be 1 o'clock in the morning, and you'd go, i got to go to a meeting. You could find a meeting. You could. You know, where your small group, you know, you're waiting uh, for a week or two, or even, you know, even when I, and and I meet with guys, you know, uh, guys in the church. There's something, boy, I just wish, I don't know. I mean, when I read your piece, Small Groups Anonymous, it's online at CT, I got super excited because you get it and, you know, you're not an alcoholic. So, I, I, w- I wish in some way that that power, that passion, that honesty, that urgency, the desperation, all that could be encapsulated within the quest for authenticity in Jesus Christ. But I, I don't know if it will ever happen. But I, I appreciate you thinking about it and writing about it. Oh, well, uh, I appreciate the chance to talk about it. And, and I wouldn't want to be the fetus about it either. There have been times in the church's history where there have been movements of, you know, uh, small group uh, practices that have revitalized Christian faith in amazing ways. And so in the piece, I do try to give some suggestions about what that might look like, and I'd be thrilled if people in their churches tried out something like what I proposed. All right. Well, Ken, thanks an awful lot. Really appreciate you being with us. Uh, Ken Dunnington from Biola University. His most recent book is Humility, Pride, and Christian Theory. Ken Dunnington. Take a quick break. Come back. We get a smidge ahead, so stick with us. It's the Ride Home with John and Kathy on a Monday afternoon. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-518-4020. 800 518 4020. That's 800 518 4020. When wet weather is on the way, keep it dry inside with JD waterproofing. Water seepage and a sinking foundation can cause major structural damage if left untreated. Joe Belanti and the team at JD waterproofing have the experience to correct your water problem with over 72 years in the industry. 
Call the Tri-State's premier waterproofing company now at 1-800-VERY-DRY for a free estimate and big savings on all waterproofing services for a limited time. J&D Waterproofing, 1-800-VERY-DRY. Hi, this is Ted Shulkin. Join me and head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mike Tomlin, Steelers players Vance McDonald and Stephon Tewitt, and pastors Brian Loretz and Ed Glover for Man Up Pittsburgh on Saturday, June 8th at Victory Family Church in Cranberry. Man Up is a day for all men to work on becoming the best godly leaders they can be. There'll be free food, fellowship, worship, powerful messages, and dynamic breakout sessions. From high schoolers to grandfathers, this is for you. Register today at manuppittsburgh.org. Hosted by Urban Impact and brought to you locally by Chick-fil-A of Pittsburgh. Somewhere today, at a Christian school near you, a teacher arrived at work. Not because of a paycheck, but a calling, a divine privilege to invest their skills, their time, their academic training, their entire life to equip young minds for success in this world and beyond. This is how love inspires learning. Visit pittsburghchristianschools.net. Education for mind and soul. pittsburghchristianschools.net. You know, they say the best is yet to come. But to make that true for your retirement, you need a plan. We'll start by tuning in for Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane with Accurate Solutions Group every Saturday morning at 10. Kurt and Ethan can help simplify the retirement planning process. No technical terms or calculations, no product pushing, just the information you need for retirement. Don't miss Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group every Saturday morning at 10 right here on 101.5 Word FM. So it's Friday. That's very nice, isn't it? I love it. Me too. Especially a Friday in springtime. Oh. You're not you're not lacking for a shortage of things to do. Right. First and foremost, for a lot of guys, their lawn, which, you know, it's rained so much this past week, my lawn badly it's needs like to be cut. It's like out of control, oh, yeah. right? I look forward to it. I haven't it. done one gardening thing this haven't year you? so far, no. Okay. Well, maybe this weekend, about right? myself. We're going to go buy some shrubs. Oh, great. Yeah, sometime Saturday. Fantastic. Mike and I will come and help. So, hey, I could use your help. We're always happy to help, right? Shopping. Mike and I are always looking to see how we can help the house. I don't know how much of a help I'll be. I mean, I've never done shrubbery before. Well, I mean, neither have I. I mean, I've I done some shrubbery. I have such confidence in your overarching abilities, Mike. I just feel like you can just <laughs> I can just right use your that. youthful muscles, Mike, mm-hmm. to, you know, lift the shrubs this way, sir. That's all. Okay, but other than Garth Brooks. Yes, mm-hmm. and gardening. Right. There are some other things happening in and around the city of Pittsburgh. Uh, there is a Spanish celebration, which I think is really interesting. It may talk about a, a new wave. What are you laughing? <laughs> what, the Spanish celebration? Just like, how interesting it was for you. What well, is? <laughs> Enix Brewing in Homestead is hosting Fiera, a festival from the south of Spain oh. from 1 to 5 Saturday. Didn't you live in Spain? Uh, no, I I was in Spain for a, a nice chunk of time. I mean, yeah. I can't say I lived there. I yeah. visited Spain. That's why you're laughing because it was awesome, right? Yeah, that no, was fabulous. So guests will enjoy watching flamenco dancers while listening to live music. The event celebrates Spain's Spring Festival. Now, this is something new because, I mean, five years ago, what? who's going to go to a Spain Spring Festival in with a bunch of yinzers? Yeah, that's not true. So you're, the, you're going to the... Uh, Polish Falcon Festival, and that's it. Exactly. So this maybe signals, the, maybe the Italian celebration. That's all we got. That's about as exotic as you're going to get. All of a sudden, Spain's upon us. Wear your most colorful outfit. A ticket includes an all-you-can-eat tapas buffet and signature cocktails. Were you a flamenco dancer when you lived in Spain? <laughs> uh, no, okay. no, I would not be. No. Would you like to do flamenco? Uh, I don't think I have the skill for that. Yeah, that requires a little. Mm-hmm. 
It's a very tight, agile yeah, thing, doesn't I, it? I, have, I've, I mean, you do. I feel like. Uh, did, and you're like clicking down on your heels. Yeah, I, I don't. I think it's too late for me to get into okay, that. Well, after you saw my impersonation of flamingo, that's about it. That's <laughs> scary. <laughs> Mike's never going to Spain now. This sounds scary. Uh, how about this? The EQT Children's Theater Festival, which we used to go to all the time. It's uh, the Pittsburgh Cultural Trust family-friendly professional theater performances from around the world in addition to 50 free hands-on activities. That's over uh, West Cultural Park. District. Right. Yeah, it used to be in West Park. Now it's uh, switched over to downtown. downtown. Yep. Fun. Yeah. How about uh, the final performance at the, the Playhouse? Tony Award-nominated play, Indecent, that uh, is a controversial god of vengeance. It's, it follows the trajectory of the first Jewish playwright to open on Broadway. Hmm. All right. See so right. that at the public. Uh, this is interesting. I did not know this. The Night Market at Market Square. Now, they do this at, during the holiday, but now they're doing it Saturday. The weekly outdoor Saturday pop-up shopping experience. Really? Like they do it at Christmas? Yes. Really? Runs from 5 to 10 through October the 26th. Features local independent vendors selling everything from clothing to furniture cool. to candles and food. Hey, I like that. Yeah. Market I, Square. I always do that every year at Christmas, and it's super fun. Mm-hmm. But I love Market Square in the summer because I like to you know, go to a restaurant there and eat outside. Yeah, and it's yeah. warm and balmy. Remember how we used to do that at Poros? I sure Before do. they decided to leave yeah, yeah. and take our favorite restaurant with them. That's a shame. Yeah, but Market Square, that's a little different than it was whenever I was downtown and oh my gosh. college kid. No kidding. Holy heck. How about this? The, uh, the Lawrenceville Cat Crawl is from 11 o'clock to 4 o'clock Saturday. Uh, they invite shoppers to cat crawl through the various shops along Butler Street to visit adoptable cats and kittens. I have got to do this. There will be specials no, offered I to stores. I, I want to take all sorts of cats home. No, I can't it. be That's doing that. Oh, what about you? No, 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 no. 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 Yeah, I think. No, I'm done. Okay. I don't think so. I don't think our you're little, done. Our Sparky's gone, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I don't think I'm going to replace that for a, a long time. Okay. I still got a broken heart. I understand. You know. Believe me, I understand. Yeah. All right, speaking of the weekend, Sunday night, fans are going to watch the series finale of Game of Thrones. Yeah, I, I have no connection, no relationship to that whatsoever. Right, Mike, you don't watch nope. it either. No, none I of us thought, are watching Game of Thrones. So this is the final episode? Yeah. Is that the deal? Yeah, this the is it. The final episode. This is it. No, so what What little I know is that the um, the show has received ample criticism, apparently, for a, a bad showing in their final season. Mm-hmm. What, I don't know anything don't, about that's it. That's it. That's all I got. But the reason I'm bringing it up. Keith Condridge could speak to that. Okay. Uh, is I, I have no commentary to offer on the show. But okay. I can tell you that an estimated 4.9 million Americans will extend the mourning period for their favorite HBO fantasy epic and skip work the next day. I hope they all get fired. Hey, they, hey, are, hey, hey, hey. they are estimating 10.7 million people will skip work on Monday. Really? Yes. We'll call in sick. We'll I'm call sorry. in despondent. We'll call in clinically depressed Game simply because hangovers. Game of Thrones is over. That's absurd. Mm-hmm. Why is it absurd? Mm-hmm. It's a, it's, they can stream it anytime they want. You're right. No, no. Right. It's a cultural event. 10.7 million people uh, will be no-shows. Another 2.9 million are expected to arrive late to the office Monday morning. And 3.4 million admit they've arranged to work remotely, even though they typically do not. Really? Okay. Game of Thrones. Fair What's you well. the last TV show that you had any investment in which caused that was an event for you? Uh, Breaking Pe- Bad. Okay. But were you watching that live? 
Uh, no. Okay, but you were, you were streaming it. Yes. What about like a show that you watched live that was an event that you shared with neighbors, family, people across the country? Oh, yeah. It was a big sensation. The Office. Okay. Yeah, when, when I was in college, really? um, the juniors and seniors got together and, uh, and and got an auditorium. What? Yeah. We paid, really? We paid for an auditorium in the, in the that was near the community. Okay, that's super fun because you'll always remember that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was a ton of fun. I remember the last episode of Lost. Like it happened last weekend. Really? Yeah. And, you know, my cousin and I had watched every episode of Lost together over, I don't know how many seasons, six seasons or something. Uh, We had uh, island-themed cupcakes. We had a big party. But it it ended badly. I felt like it did end badly. Mm -hmm. I just saw an article by Damon Lindelof the other day who said that he still stands by the finale. He he liked it. Uh, How can you – how can – I don't know. Uh, that was the wor- that's the worst finale ever. I mm. thought it was too. No, see, I'll go back a long ways. I, I remember the final episode of Gilligan's Island. I mean, <laughs> uh, uh, wow. Saying goodbye to Ginger. And uh, that, that was rough. Was that emotional for yeah, you? For me, it was. I yeah. just want to say it goes back a ways. Mm-hmm. That's all. It's funny because so much of TV is streaming now. There are very few things like Game of Thrones wherever, where so many people are watching. Yeah. Right. Other than a Super Bowl. Yeah, other than that, no. you know, yeah, or right. something like what? you know, a, pres- a political convention or, or a, a debate or a presidential election. Yeah, that, remember uh, the night of the election. Remember the night of the Trump Clinton <laughs> election. <laughs> we were all like, "Oh, I was up what? all night." I was up what? all night. I couldn't believe it. You and I kept texting each other, like, "You, no way, no way, no way." It was three I a.m. Mean, that was historic. Remember Bush Gore. Sharing the word that changes the world. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstrip. Missouri's passed legislation to ban abortions at eight weeks of pregnancy, but not without disruptions by abortion advocates. One reaction from a Missouri abortion supporter accuses conservative lawmakers of lashing out in fear of a feminist agenda. Their feelings are hurt because. The white male patriarchy is coming to an end. But from the pro-life side, focus on the families. Paul Batura tells Salem Radio that pro-life advocates should be happy about recent legislative advances, but still need to pray for the challenges ahead. I think this is a moment to stand up, to cheer, to thank those brave legislators who are standing up and speaking out, and um, that we need to continue to pray for them because there's going to be uh, the battle's not over. It's probably only just begun. George Bonzani reporting. This is SRN News. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, driven by Calusi Chevrolet, serving the Pittsburgh area for over 100 years. Hey, it's John Hall. So a while back, the folks at MyPillow said, Hey, John, can you try out a MyPillow and let us know what you think? I was skeptical. I mean, it's a pillow. But what did I have to lose, right? I'll tell you what I lost. Interrupted sleep. No more folding the pillow in half. No more flat, lifeless pillows. It changed my life. So I'm letting you know, you need my pillow. Well, not my actual pillow, but your own my pillow. It stays cool all night long. No more waking up at 3 a.m. to flip to the cool side of the pillow. It keeps its shape. No more reshaping your pillow in the middle of the night. It comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Try it. Don't like it? Return it. My pillow comes with a 10-year warranty. Do you have a pillow that comes with a 10-year warranty? You can toss a my pillow into your washer and dryer. It's like new again. 
Get a two-pack of MyPillow's premiums for $69.98. That's only $34.99 per pillow, the lowest price ever offered on radio or TV. This offer is only available at MyPillow.com or call 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Are you a stock or options trader looking for real trading strategies that you can use immediately? Hi, my name is Scott Bauer, CEO of Prosper Trading Academy, and I'm on a mission to become the number one options coach in America. I'm a former vice president at Goldman Sachs. I have over 25 years of options trading experience, and right now, I'm giving away my most famous options guide with over 20 unique options strategies that I use every day for free. You can't buy this guide anywhere. To claim your free options trading guide, simply call 855-892-2307 now and mention my name, Scott Bauer, and we will rush you the guide. Call 855-892-2307 and someone from my options team will help you get this guide in your inbox as quickly as possible. Call 855-892-2307 now and start learning to trade the right way. Call 855-892-2307. Prosper with options. Stocks and options trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Creation Fest 2019 is coming. Join us with your family and friends for a weekend of worship like no other. Over 70 artists like Skillet, Hillsong Worship, Crowder, Elevation Worship, Carrie Joe, 10th Avenue North, and Mendisa, as well as over 15 speakers like Bob Legs, Reggie Dabbs, and David Nasser. Be a part of the creation worship experience set in the beautiful mountains of central Pennsylvania. Go to creationfest.com to find out more. That's creationfest.com. Hi, I'm John Henney from Henny Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our to have and to hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shadyside store to learn more or visit HennyJewelers.com. Henny Jewelers, your jewelers for life. Mostly cloudy tonight with a shower in some spots, especially later on tonight, the low 53. Tomorrow, intervals of clouds and sunshine, a warmer day with a shower or a thunderstorm around high 82. Partly cloudy and warm tomorrow night, low 64. Very warm Sunday with clouds and some sun. An afternoon shower or thunderstorm in the area, high 86 degrees. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along today for the Friday edition of The Ride Home. Kathy, good to see you. You're resplendent in this really nice jacket today. Thank you. This red, high-collared, black-button thing. Thank you. I uh, got it at Goodwill. Which is even better. Mm-hmm. $4. Really, it's, it's really cool. I know. It is a very cool jacket, yeah. isn't it? I love to go in there and just... Look for weird stuff. Yeah. And oftentimes you can find really great things. You can mm. also find something that you think is going to be a hit and you take it home and you think, oh my gosh, how fast can I get it back to Goodwill? <laughs> yeah, I, I've done that. How about like whenever I put the, you, like you're changing for the seasons mm-hmm. and I go, 
That was a mistake. Yeah, oh, I, I bought that at Goodwill, and that was a that mistake. Was good, no. right? no, but I mistake. think because you are physically slight of stature, mm-hmm. you've got a leg up on a lot of stuff at Goodwill. Well, yeah, because you can fit into a lot of things. That other people right, can't. Right, so that that is helpful. So yeah. you do end up with, like, there are a lot of extra small things uh-huh. that end up sitting there for a while. Nice. Right, yeah. yeah. As opposed to the rest of us. Yeah, but I do love the Goodwill thing. Man. Heck yeah, man. I Very nice. Three cheers for Goodwill. Um, big night in Pittsburgh tomorrow. Uh Garth Brooks and 70,000 of his closest oh, Pittsburgh friends. She's not arrived. Praying it's the weather that has kept him out all night. And the thunder rolls. And the thunder rolls. The thunder rolls. Okay. Garth I gotta be honest. I would not know Garth Brooks. Yeah, you would. If I oh, fell over Garth Brooks, oh, I'm on. telling you, I would not. Yes, you would. No, I'm serious. Oh, I have like you zero would. connection. Oh, my God. Zero connection. Oh. And I'm fine with that. Yeah, I would know Garth yeah. Brooks if you walked really? in. But, I, 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 but the sad thing is, hmm. and I said this in the 4 o'clock hour, and I know many of you are going to be so disappointed in me. It happens often, right? <laughs> it does. Kathy, we're so disappointed. Kathy, we're There's just another reason why you can be disappointed. I did not know that Garth Brooks was still that big of a deal. Really? I did not know that he would be selling out Heinz. Seventy. He's made I'm, a comeback. I'm thinking. Has he? Oh yeah. I'm thinking Luke Bryan. I'm thinking uh, who's the guy who does the commercials with uh, Peyton Manning? I don't know. Yeah, you do. Yeah. No, Peyton I don't. Manning. Don't pay attention. Uh, yeah. um, I love him. Uh, I don't pay Brad attention. Brad Paisley. Brad Paisley. I, I love yeah. Brad Paisley. I don't I, like. I, I. I. So I'm very happy for Garth Brooks, but yeah. I wouldn't. Just not be interested in going to a concert with 70,000 people. No way. That's just a way lot of people. It seems it's like... so many people. Well, you know, it's kind of bad rap here in Pittsburgh, right? Well, yeah, because of all the garbage. The, all the drunkenness and the rowdy behavior. But, you know, okay, fine. Everybody's got their, you know, their center point. He's just not mine. I just don't know him. Yeah. That's all. Best concert? Okay, so, yeah, we got us talking before the show started about the best live... So we're not going to go to Garth Brooks, but no, what's the no, best no. live show that you've been to? Ever. 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 You, you, you want one answer? One no, because I, I could only narrow it down to four. Four. Yeah, I could only narrow it down to four. Wow. I've got uh, one, two, three. I've got four, two. You've got four also? Yeah. Okay. okay. Give me one. Uh, and if you can remember the year, like uh, as yeah. close to the year as you can get it. Okay. Now, I'm going to start way back. Good. And this is, no, this that's is, good. And I, you've mocked me about this about this before. Why? Because when you hear who I, who I loved and I went and saw, I was a... Um, I was a, a, I was a sophomore. I was a sophomore in high school, and I went with my friend Mike Busco, and we took a, a bus to the Syrian Mosque in Oakland, where we saw George Carlin and Jim Croce. Oh! <laughs> Listen, that was thrilling. That was super thrilling. I mean, I could not believe what I was seeing. I loved it. Mm-hmm. So that was my first was my first sort of, you know, it was a 3-hour concert and he only sang two songs. No, it was great. It was really funny stuff. It was really as a sophomore in high school, it was just a blast. All right, that's good. All yeah. right, so, you know, sure. Jim Croce and, and George, George Carlin, Carlin, a double bill. Oh, sure. What the heck? Were they out on stage at the same time? No, I don't think they were. No, but that's a we- weird, a weird some pairing, of Jim Croce isn't songs. it? No, it's really it was a good pairing. That's rough. Mike, give me one. I I haven't been to a lot of concerts. Okay. Uh, but 
I, I've been to, uh, what's, what's the one that we went to? It was uh, Oh, yeah. Missouri. We went to see a Hollow Notes and Train. <laughs> the Hollow Notes. Yes. That and was train. a lot of fun. That was that a was lot fun. of fun. We had a good time. We did. Train was really good. Oh, that was excellent. And Daryl Hall was really oh. good. John Oates. When Not Train so did uh, Led Zeppelin. Wasn't that oh, awesome? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh-huh. It sounded that was exactly like him. That's a great band. It was yeah. amazing. But my favorite concert that I've, that I've ever been to was uh, the Aerosmith Just Push Play Tour. It was in 2001. Oh. I am so jealous. Yeah, I wasn't even. I wasn't even supposed to go. It was um, my sister and her and her um, now husband. At the time, they were. It was her, her boyfriend, and uh, his friend backed out. So my sister was like, "Do you want to go?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." So we had lawn seats, and this woman came up to us and said, "Hey, we have um, two extra tickets to, to uh, the front row." Nice. What to the front row? Yeah, it was actually like she said front row, but they were like three rows up from the front row. So yeah, okay, so even better. Well, in the middle of the concert, Steven Tyler jumps down from the stage. What? And out of nowhere, a bunch of security people went went all the way around him to guard him. And they went up my row. And I was at the end of the aisle. And so everybody was, like, trying to, like, touch a good piece of Steven Tyler, you know? Yeah, sure. So I'm like, I was, I don't remember how old I was. I was... I was definitely in middle school. I was young, and I get cr- I got crushed. I mean, absolutely annihilated by this mob of security guys moving Steven Tyler from one stage to the to the lawn stage. Were you like thirteen? I was like thirteen or something. Yeah, I came home with a black eye. <laughs> no way, I did because I got elbowed nice. by by one of the security guys. Oh, that's cool. Other than that, other than getting a black eye, they were they were a really really that good. That is a good great story. I love Aerosmith. I do too. That's I love super it. Cool. Isn't he something? Steven Tyler. He sure is something. He sure is something. He sure is. God bless him. God bless Steven Tyler. He sure is. Okay, give us yours. All right. uh, So I'll I'll give you one. I'll give you uh, Eric Clapton. Oh. Oh, yeah. This was not that long ago. Yeah, this is maybe, yeah, 2013, Mm -hmm. maybe 14. I can't remember what year. 12? I don't know. But it was the last, I think it might be the last time I'll ever see Eric Clapton perform. Yeah, probably Because I know he's retiring this year. He's going deaf, hasn't he? Yeah, he's having some hearing problems. I know that. Yeah. Which is not hard to believe based uh, on the volume at which he's played for 60 years. No. But anyway, it was a really outstanding show at the Paint, which was the console then. And the thing I loved about it, which you know is always the problem in a big show, the sound. The sound was awesome. Oh, that's cool. This is what I loved. I remember sitting there and uh, the opening act was out. And all of a sudden, you heard this sound. And you, I'm telling you... I knew I would have known if I was in a coma that was Eric Clapton. Mm, yeah. I could just hear him. He was off stage and he just started playing and I was like, Oh my oh, gosh, sure that's Eric Clapton. He came out on stage, he kind of walked out as he was playing. It was just such a wonderful moment because it was unplanned. He just liked the song the guy was playing. He just came out and did it. And it was like it was his guitar sound and what he played was as unique as a human voice. That's so cool. It was really beautiful. That is super I cool. loved it. Yeah, Eric Clapton. That's hard to beat. Mm-hmm. Right? It was really good. Okay, give me another one. Very nice. Okay, uh, for a couple of years, I was a, a limo driver, and I, I had this backstage access. So I saw more than several shows from the wings of wherever we were, that is cool. which was excellent. So I saw David Bowie, and he was in my limo, and then when we got out of the limo, he said, come David back. David Bowie was in his limo. I cannot believe Come that. with me. We went backstage with David Bowie. I went, you know, and he's injured. I'm in, this is my driver, John. I'm, and, you know, the, 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 his wife was with us. And 
I had a little seat backstage, and I just sat in the wings. I ate free food from the craft table. You and good drove to go. David Bowie around yeah. and then chatted him up. And he invited me backstage, That's... and I watched the show from the wings at Star Lake. It was, um, it was 1990, like in June of 1990. Wow. That was a good show. Wow. I, I don't think you can beat that. That's pretty tough, right? What's that? Oh, gee, forget it. That's the worst. Okay, come on. We're running out of time. What do you got? That's all right. Let's come back. Uh, we're going to take a break. Okay. We're going to come back, hear some of the best stuff from our week. And then around 535, we're going to return to uh, best live shows ever. All right. Back in a few minutes, we're talking about concerts and 70,000 people going to see Garth Brooks on oh, Saturday night. None of the night. three of us are going. Thank goodness. WORD. What's the greatest sin being committed by Christians today? Well, that's one of the many great questions that our teacher, Dr. J. Vernon McGee, answers this week on Through the Bible as our study of the Old Testament book of Isaiah continues in chapters 47 through 53. I'm Steve Schwetz, inviting you to hop aboard the Bible bus as we move ahead in our journey through God's entire Word. Through the Bible, this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. Hello, radio friends. This is Pastor Dan O'Neill from Eagle Swings Church in the Squirrel Hill neighborhood of Pittsburgh. The Pharisees and Sadducees had a fear that Jesus' body would be stolen from the tomb. However, many of Jesus' own followers found it hard to believe that the tomb could possibly be empty. In the Gospel of John, we see Thomas skeptical even after an empty tomb is discovered. We see John believing in the resurrection as soon as he sees the empty tomb, but there is no evidence that he spoke out his belief. However, we see Mary Magdalene become the first to boldly declare to many that Jesus has risen from the dead. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Tune in Sundays at 11.30 a.m. to Eagles Wings Radio here on Word FM 101.5 as we bear witness to Jesus' resurrection and saving grace. At Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, find extreme accessories for all your dirty jobs like hauling landscape supplies. Protect your vehicle with spray on bed liners, tonneau covers, weather tech floor liners, and more. Say goodbye to dirt and grime inside and out with extreme detailing. Plus, lift kits, electronics, and remote starters. Always a favorite. Extreme car and truck in Bridgeville. For the extreme in all of us. At extremetruck.net. Oh, what's for dinner? You know what's for dinner? Checking out Marsha at the Spring House, because always something good to eat at the Spring House. Hey, Marsha, happy Friday to you. How are you doing? Hi, good. How are you doing, John? We're doing, doing great. And uh, we know that there's big things happening in the Spring House. Coming up? Coming up? Is Kathy there, too? I sure am. Hi, Kath. I can't wait to come out there. It's a week from tomorrow, Farm Heritage Day at the Spring House. Right, right. And we're getting excited about it. It's so fun for us to get to open up our farm and let people experience what farm life is like today and what it was like 100 years ago. Now, Marsha, I'm always a little jealous because I walk into Kathy's office and there's a crown mm-hmm. sitting on her windowsill. Mm-hmm. And it's made, a, by, made by Marty. It's a very nice crown. Mm-hmm. It was earned, John. That was not just gifted to me. What's the story there? <laughs> so, for Farm Heritage Day, 
Um, we have lots of fun stuff going on, one of them being that Kathy and a local celebrity are in a celebrity milking contest, and um, he's always great to be sure to squirt her a little bit, and she's always <laughs> great to be giving her your best shot, but you know the cow's moving around. And, <laughs> and the cow weighs 1,200 pounds. All right. It's dangerous. You don't have to work hard for that little bit of milk. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The cow milking contest happens somewhere around 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Is that, is that right. right, Marsh? Yes. Yes. Okay. And then before that, lots of people take um, – we do tours. We group, we take bus people back to the backside of the farm and let them actually tour the whole the whole farm tour thing, you know, the milking a cow, feeding a calf, visiting the cows at the barnyard. We'll try to get the cows to have babies that day so we can have people visit the maternity pen. Nice. <laughs> Inducing then, labor. Um, <laughs> right? And then um, over here at the store, we'll have all kinds of old-fashioned crafters like, um, you know, knitting and sheep shearing and all kinds of good stuff like that that people like to see. We'll also have um, young people doing um, apple peeling and butter making and dough rolling and clothes washing on an old-fashioned washboard. So it's a really fun day combining old-fashioned um, life on the farm and today's life on the farm. Very I'll nice. tell you, you, do, you cannot miss it. It's Farm Heritage Day, a week from tomorrow at the Springhouse. Each Friday, John, you and I sit around and look back at the week, talk about some of our favorite conversations, the guests that have made us think, the subjects that have intrigued or engaged us. Yeah, and we also recognize that our listeners tend to hear the show at the same time each day, and there's a lot of good stuff that I think a lot of people miss. So we've gone back, and we've picked out a couple of our favorite conversations from the week. You'll hear just a few minutes of each one, but for the entire interview, go to our website, johnandkathyshow.com, and check out our podcast, which has every interview in full, or subscribe to our podcast anytime on iTunes. So up first, here's SRN News White House correspondent, Greg Clugston. Greg Clugston joins us from SRN News. Greg is the White House correspondent. Greg, how are things in the nation's capital with you today? Hey, doing okay. It's a little soggy here in D.C., but mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're hanging in. Excellent. Greg, so the trade war is on with China. Uh, Trump has said that we're going to assess tariffs on a certain percentage of Chinese goods, and China says, well, you know, we'll, we'll one-up you, and we're, I don't know, $62 billion worth of goods we're going to put tariffs on. Um, talk about how the White House is responding. Yeah, that was Beijing's response of retaliation earlier today uh, after the latest round of, of tariffs that the president and the U.S. imposed um, effective uh, last Friday. And so this has rattled markets. Uh, this has people worried about uh, a protracted trade war with China. But just within the last hour, we heard for the first time today uh, the president take questions on this subject, and he doesn't sound too worried at least publicly. He he believes that the U.S. is in such a strong position economically versus China when it comes to, you know, hammering out the details of a, of a trade deal that he thinks the tariffs are simply a positive for the U.S. economy. Really? And if you look at his Twitter account last Friday, he said that tariffs are now being paid to the U.S. by China, and he claimed that the, that the payments from China on the tariffs are going directly to the Treasury of the United States. And that has, uh, that has led a lot of people and uh, economists and others to uh, kind of scratch their heads because 
that that really isn't exactly how That's tariffs how it works. work. Yeah, right. When when we slap tariffs on Chinese goods, uh, that is you know forcing the companies that buy companies here in the U.S. that that get those goods from China. It's costing them more to bring those goods in. Is what happens, and and the real fear is that companies that they've paid more money are going to pass those costs on to the American buyer. So consumers here in the U.S. will end up paying because it's essentially a tax on these goods that are being shipped in from China. I see. So uh, any idea how the stock market performed today? It's always an indicator. Yeah, well, the Dow uh, took a big hit down over 600 points today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had been even lower during the trading day at some point, but it was it was down right from the outset, and it closed down 617 points. Um, and that, you know, percentage-wise, that's, you know, it's almost a 2.5% drop. The NASDAQ was hit even harder when it comes to a percentage uh, loss of almost 3.5% loss. So the markets did not take it well, and that was after two or three days of, of, of losses last week as well. So those have, uh, they've stacked up there, John. Well, I appreciate the president uh, being toe-to-toe with China. Certainly um, there's been a lot of talk about that over the years, and no president has done that. This is really sort of um, first-step anxiety territory because China is so big and so massive in the world. Uh, who knows how this would uh, wash itself out? You know, it's interesting. You're right in saying that when when the president was running for for office, and even long before he had launched his presidency, Donald Trump uh, was uh, complaining bitterly and publicly about how he felt China and other countries were taking advantage of the United States when it when it comes to trade. And so that was a big rallying cry when he was running for election, and has been since he's been in office the last two plus years. Uh, and, and he gets a big line, you know, it's a big applause line at the rallies when he says, hey, we are, we're taking on what he sees as, as, uh, an unlevel playing field with, with China. And there is something to that. The question that a lot of people are having right now is, is this tariff back and forth with Beijing really the best way to deal with it? The president argues that, um, the, the ne- trade negotiators as of last week were about 95% in agreement on reaching a new deal. And then China backed out at the last minute, and that's when he decided to up the tariffs. Hmm. Well, I think the other concern is that the way the president communicates on Twitter doesn't represent, well, the complexity of any issue, let alone an economics issue. And so because you're trying to cram you know, so much information into such a short space, um, oftentimes you misrepresent things or things don't get fully fleshed out. I mean, I'm saying things that are very obvious to anyone that uses Twitter, but this is just something that when it comes to an issue that's complex like tariffs, the, he's going to be loved slash hated on this issue, which is, I guess, apparently just like he is on most others. Yeah, he will be, and he, uh, and and sometimes he'll he'll take statistics or facts and figures that aren't uh, completely accurate, and he'll repeat them at rallies, and then he'll repeat them in responses to questions that uh, uh, reporters throw to him, and it sort of uh, fuels a, a little uncertainty as to exactly what he's talking about or exactly uh, the sense of his understanding of of the trade, and and it was really brought to light yesterday, for example, on Fox News Sunday. Here you had the White House economic advisor, Larry Kudlow, a key advisor to President Trump, acknowledging that these tariffs 
are essentially going to, uh, you know, the cost of these tariffs are going to be uh, handled by the U.S. businesses and consumers, which is the exact opposite of what the president has been saying on Twitter as well as in his public statements. So when you have that uh, within the administration, you know, those kinds of statements at odds, it leads to more confusion for a lot of people. Yes. Let's have a look back at Greg Clugston from Monday of this week at 4.15. We're playing that now just to give you a heads up. You may be listening to the show and uh, are locked into a time frame as you make your way home. So we wanted to play some other snippets from our favorite guests throughout this week. Now, uh, here's a bit of our conversation with Selena Zito, who is a writer for the Washington Examiner and the New York Post, author of The Great Revolt, Inside the Populist Coalition, Reshaping America's Politics. Now, Kath starts off by talking about Brian Sims, who is the PA state representative from the uh, Philadelphia area. When Brian Sims first went, ran for state representative, that was I don't know nine years ago. He was going to be a uh, he was going to be a new voice. He was going to be a cutting edge voice. Um, he was going to you know represent the marginalized, but he was pro business, and we were all about it. And, you know, he's out in Philadelphia, and we're here in Pittsburgh. But you know, I recognized what was going on, and then of course he came to prominence when he flipped off the vice president on his first trip to Philadelphia, as I remember. But just last week on Monday, uh, he really went about things in a way you cannot imagine if you have haven't seen it in his Twitter video rant standing outside of Planned Parenthood in Philadelphia. Hi, everyone. Uh, Representative Brian Sims here, and I'm once again out in front of Planned Parenthood of Southeastern Pennsylvania. Uh, it's not only in my district, it's the most heavily protested Planned Parenthood, I, I believe, in the country. And today's protester, now, she is an old white lady who's going to try to avoid showing you her face. Um, but the same laws, and luckily, that protect her from being out here also protect me from showing you who she is. And so my hope is, is that you'll donate $100 for every extra hour that this woman is out here telling people what's right for their bodies. So I have a couple questions for you, ma'am. How, how many children have you clothed today? I'm sorry, I missed your answer. How many children have you clothed today? How about how many children have you put shoes on their feet today? Have you fed any children today, or have you just stood out in front of a Planned Parenthood shaming people for something that they have a constitutional right to do? Huh? huh? If you're here about the children, you can pray at home for children. It's probably the same place that you feed a child, but you're not. Instead, you're out here shaming people for something that they have a constitutional right to do. Who would have thought that an old white lady would be out in front of a Planned Parenthood telling people what's right for their bodies? Shame on you. This is outrageously aggressive behavior. What a jerk. Uh, yeah, just an absolute, it is, it is jerk behavior. It's plain on and simple. On yeah. behalf of one of our elected representatives. Well, to talk about it, we have Selena Zito with us, author of The Great Revolt Inside the Populist Coalition Reshaping American Politics. Selena, welcome back. Hi, thanks for having me. It is jerk behavior. Yeah, what do we call that in Pittsburgh? Jag off? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's a jag. Um, yeah, I mean, look, here's the thing. Sometimes politicians get caught in a moment, right? They have a moment of outrage or they say something flippant and they get in trouble and it's caught, it's caught on, you know, somebody's iPhone. Uh, this wasn't that case. This wasn't this mo that moment. It wasn't a moment of passion where all of us can understand sometimes we say things, foolish things, um, when we're caught in a moment of passion. This was premeditated. He purposely went out there with this in mind to go after whoever was there. And since it's right by his home, he sort of had an idea of what's 
uh, kind of protesters it gathers, which uh, is in in this case um, a, an elderly wo- a woman, and then uh, and the other time that he did he did it, it was a group of teenage girls. Um, so it's a very predatory behavior. And he uses the um, power of his office, if you listen to the uh, videotape in full, in which he says, look, nothing's going to happen. I'm um, um, paraphrasing here. But he essentially says nothing's going to happen to me because I'm a state representative and I have power and he don't. Right. And so essentially nothing has happened to him, has he? Um, Well... I think behind the scenes, uh, he has really faced a lot of uh, pushback uh, within the Democratic, uh, 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 his Democratic peers, as well as Republicans. Uh, But we shall see. Uh, You know, uh, Speaker Terzai has a moment uh, to censure him, and he would be well within his um, uh, rights to do so. And I think that that sends a clear and, and, and concise message that this type of behavior, this wasn't about ideology. This wasn't about policy. This was about threatening someone and using the office in which you, um, uh, you, you hold as a sort of bludgeon to, um, uh, or a weapon or a hammer or whatever you want to call it, but he used power in a very dangerous way. He surely did. And, and one of the ways, and of course he crossed the line, Selena, more than several times, but one of the, the ways is that he called out these three teenage girls and was uh, offering $100 for anyone who was watching the video on YouTube to identify these girls, essentially looking right. for, looking to threaten them in some way. I mean, if some harm were to come to these girls or that or the or the woman that he was also harassing. You mean, wait, you mean the old white lady? The old white, right. I mean, I mean, something right. really serious that could have happened here. These people could have been hurt. Who knows what could have happened? Right. So that's called doxing, D-O-X, doxing. And it is a it is a popular method used by activists, um, uh, typically on the left, although you will see people that are um, to the far right who have, have done it as well, where they reveal where someone is from, hmm. where they live what their age is. And I will tell you from personal experience, when those moments happen, it is terrifying. You feel as though you can't, you, you, ha- you, have no, no, you have nowhere to be safe because people are coming at you. They're calling your personal home. They're direct, sending direct messages to your social media accounts. They're emailing you. They're calling your, your home. They're knocking on your door. And the threats are real. And the threats are scary, and that he did this to an elderly woman, woman and three underage teenagers, is an abuse of power that 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 is shameful, absolutely shameful. This is the type of thing that 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 people people of um, religious people have been afraid was going to happen, and it has. That's just a taste of what John and I and our guests have been talking about this week. So for the rest of the shows you missed, download the podcast on iTunes or find us at our website, johnnycathyshow.com. Very nice. Hey, we've been talking about that. Garth Brooks headed to town tomorrow night with 70,000 people down at Heinz Field. And it sparked the conversation between the three of us about the best live shows that we were ever seeing ourselves. Mm-hmm. 
Kath has posted something on our Facebook page. And on Twitter. So we're going to continue that conversation talk about that. Best live concerts? Ever. You want to chime in on that as oh, well? yeah. Should we open up the phone? Sure. 800-320-8255. Best live show you ever saw. I was up at Grove City College this weekend. My daughter's a student there, and uh, we had to go to a family wedding. And so we took off for a little bit, a few hours, came back, and it's getting close to finals, and I'm telling you, things are tense. I mean, it just took me back. I remember being in that situation as an undergrad and just that last-ditch effort of trying to get as much information in your head as possible so you can perform well on your exams. But, you know, being up at Grove City College, and I was sitting on uh, the patio of one of the dorms just kind of looking over the beautiful quad. It was a gorgeous night. It was warm. It really felt like spring. There were flowers blooming. It's just a beautiful campus to just kind of sit and think in. And I was contrasting my daughter's experience as an undergrad there and my experience as an undergrad. And I had a wonderful education and I appreciated being an undergrad, but there's something different about being at Grove City College. And I think the thing that I've appreciated most as a parent is the fact that, yeah, there is an information dump and yeah, you are trying to get as much stuff into your head as possible so you can perform well, but learning is prioritized. So it's not just memorization, it's learning. It's getting concepts into your head. It's causing them to be real to you and to make a difference in life. Look, if you're interested in your child or your grandchild or you yourself going to a place that's going to focus on learning and things that matter and stick with you, try Grove City College. Look them up, gcc.edu. When I knock on people's doors, they open up the door and they say, please don't high pressure me. I was high pressured for three, four hours last night. There's a better way to buy windows and doors, and it doesn't involve pressure. Energy Swings Donnie Dara. I'm not here to sell you or to pressure you into anything. I'm here to help you. The first thing I do to help people is to actually listen to them, not tell them how great my company is, my product is. It's to hear what really, really makes them tick and to hear what they really, really need. That's the red carpet experience. The red carpet experience makes sure the spotlight is on you. We make sure that you are in control of the process. We are not pushing you. We are helping you because we do do this every day. But we are arming you with enough information without high pressuring you to make sure that you make the right decision for you, your family, and your home. Mention Word FM for an additional 5% off over and above any other discounts at EnergySwingWindows.com. Fully transparent and here to help. Qualities like these make the original Mattress Factory unique. Come see where and how we make our mattresses and compare our products to the mainstream brands. We want to help you make an informed decision, free from hassle and confusion. So when you're ready to purchase your next mattress, come to the original Mattress Factory first. Whether you buy from us or not, you'll walk away better prepared to make a smart mattress choice. Stop by one of our stores or visit OriginalMattress.com. Mostly cloudy tonight with a shower in some spots, especially later on tonight, the low 53. Tomorrow, winter fulls of clouds and sunshine, a warmer day with a shower, a thunderstorm around high 82. Partly cloudy and warm tomorrow night, low 64. Very warm Sunday with clouds and some sun. An afternoon shower, thunderstorm in the area, high 86 degrees. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle. 
Hey, uh, Man Up is happening June 8th at Victory Family Church in Cranberry Township. Here to talk to us about Man Up is Ed Glover. Ed Glover is Urban Impact. Ed, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, John. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Listen, Man Up has become something that's really big, a phenomenon in many ways. It's changed a lot of guys' lives towards Jesus Christ. This is uh, this is something that's really big. It's, it's, it's so big, it's become like a, a regional aspect, hasn't it? It really has. It's become more, it's not an event, it's more of a movement. I mean, nice. There's some tremendous things happening in churches, in men, in families, in young men. And now we're down in Charlotte uh, working with the Panthers there. And so it's exciting that this all birthed right out of the city of Pittsburgh. Nice. What's cool when I go and see how you guys are working man up is that a lot of guys who would never venture into a church are showing up because of buddies, because of the lineup you have. I mean, you got Mike Tomlin, who's a regular. Uh, you've had uh, Tunchiokin. You've had guys from the Pirates. So that's always the draw. But then all of a sudden, we're talking about Jesus. And so it's really interesting how the two things come together. It really is, because the men come, and a lot of guys are coming out of churches, of course, and then they're bringing their buddies, and it's a great event, and, and we talk about the issues that those guys are facing every day, and we're giving them some real help, and coming alongside of them, locking arms with each other. It's a real impact. I mean, yeah. It's amazing. I am very thankful to be part of it. I mean, Ed, what do you see? You know, you spent your life working with young men, working in the inner city. What's changed? You know, when you and I were teenagers, it's a different world out there right now. What, what are you seeing that's, that's really sort of made a, an impact on young men? Yeah, you know, John, what really burdens my heart, as you say that, is that there's, this is sad to say, but there's 24 million kids in America growing up without a dad, that wasn't happening when you you and I were young. No. I mean, that, that has grown 245% since the 70s when you and I were teenagers. Yeah. And can you imagine, 245%. So growing up without a father in the, in the family is really making a, a really Im- negative impact. I mean, you got 90% of homeless runaway from runaway children, 85% of youth in prison, 80% of rapists with displaced anger, 71% of high school dropouts, 71% of teenage pregnancies, wow. 70% of juveniles in state operating institutions, 63% of youth suicides. These are all kids that are fatherless. Right. Okay, so not that, not that Urban Impact's going to be, you know, to take the place of the father, but you are trying to engage men, and here's what it is to be a man, right? Yeah, and, and, and what we're trying to encourage guys is even though you're in the home, be engaged. So you might not, your kids might not be fatherless, you're, you're in the house, but make sure you're engaged. And then love your wife, love your kids, love the Lord, and then reach out to the fatherless in your community and in the city. And what we're trying to do is get men to really be empowered, uh, encouraged, built up, strengthen man so that they feel in you know like they can step into the roles i mean there's a lot of pressures out there today, sure there is yeah uh trying to take us guys out of that uh, little role that we play in the home and i and we're just trying to really encourage guys to really keep that a focus lock arms with other people with other men maybe that need some help or can help you 
we need we need some brotherhood going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iron sharpening iron. Men with men. Our society really depends upon that. That's been a model that's been around for millennial. So why not? With Jesus in the middle, man up. June 8th at Victory Family Church in Cranberry Township. Look for information, manuppittsburgh.org. Ed, always a pleasure. Thanks for being with us. Thank you, John. God bless WORD. Next time on PowerPoint with Jack Graham. We must never underestimate the power of words. It is a gift from God, an incredible gift from God, this gift of speech and communication. Tune in next time for PowerPoint with Jack Graham. PowerPoint, tonight at 9.30 on 101.5 WORD. Hey, it's John Hall. So a while back, the folks at MyPillow said, Hey, John, can you try out a MyPillow and let us know what you think? I'm skeptical. I mean, it's a pillow. But what did I have to lose, right? I'll tell you what I lost. Interrupted sleep. No more folding the pillow in half. No more flat, lifeless pillows. It changed my life. So I'm letting you know, you need my pillow. Well, not my actual pillow, but your own, my pillow. It stays cool all night long. No more waking up at 3 a.m. to flip to the cool side of the pillow. It keeps its shape. No more reshaping your pillow in the middle of the night. It comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Try it. Don't like it? Return it. My pillow comes with a 10-year warranty. Do you have a pillow that comes with a 10-year warranty? You can toss a my pillow into your washer and dryer. It's like new again. Get a two-pack of my pillows premiums for $69.98. That's only $34.99 per pillow. The lowest price ever offered on radio or TV. This offer is only available at mypillow.com or call 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Hi, this is Ted Shulkin. Join me and head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mike Tomlin, Steelers players Vance McDonald and Stefan Tuitt, and pastors Brian Loritz and Ed Glover for Man Up Pittsburgh on Saturday, June 8th at Victory Family Church in Cranberry. Man Up is a day for all men to work on becoming the best godly leaders they can be. There will be free food, fellowship, worship, powerful messages, and dynamic breakout sessions. From high schoolers to grandfathers, this is for you. Register today at manuppittsburgh.org. Hosted by Urban Impact and brought to you locally by Chick-fil-A of Pittsburgh. Hey, Pittsburgh, this is Tun Shilkin from my friends at Calusi Chevrolet. If you've been thinking about a new car or truck, now is the time. This month, you can save 18% off the MSRP on select 2018 models still in stock. For example, the Chevy Cruze, Malibu, and Silverado all qualify. And you can buy with confidence knowing the team at Calusi has been serving Pittsburgh for over 100 years. Check them out at Calusi.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads at Calusi Chevrolet. Things would happen in church that you weren't allowed to laugh. Word FM presents. Funny things were happening. And we had to pretend like it wasn't happening. Ladies Night Out with writer, comedian, and playwright Sherry Lynn. My sister got up and she mined to a Yolanda Adams song. And it was beautiful. It's a night out for the girls. As she was miming and she was twirling, her wig came off. June 21st at the Bible Chapel. I have not seen the type of power or anointing that could make us forget your hairs on the floor. Get early bird admission now through May 31st at wordfm.com. So a little earlier in the show, we started talking about um, the concert tomorrow night, the Garth Brooks show down at uh, Heinz Field. 70,000 people. Now, I'm sure a lot of people make this sort of, a, is it an annual pilgrimage almost? Well, I don't know. I mean, Luke Bryan has been there and done the huge show. Taylor Swift has been there, done the huge show. 
Um, who else did the huge? I mean, you two did the huge show. Yeah, Kenny but, you know, Chesney. Kenny, Kenny Chesney. That's Chesney. the other one. I think right, of. right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seventy thousand people. <laughs> Man, it's it's, it's just lot. overwhelming to me. Yeah, it's a lot. So the three of us aren't going. No, but to navigate yourself through that, and if you're a country fan like that, yeah, go for it. Why not? But it, it, it spurred a conversation between the three of us about our favorite live shows that we were ever part mm-hmm. of. Yeah, so we want to open up the phone lines. We don't have a lot of time, but we'd love to hear from you. 800-320-8255. 800-320-8255 if you want to share your favorite live show. And also we're on Facebook as well. People are and chiming in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I haven't looked at the page. but yeah. um, Okay, so, John, you mentioned <laughs> my Jim, first show, Jim Croce. My first show was George Carlin and Jim Croce at the Syrian Mosque, mm-hmm. which to me was a high watermark. I mean, I was thrilled. That was really a great evening. Sure. I like it. I was a sophomore in high school. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it wasn't, you know, pyrotechnics. It wasn't the Beatles or anything like that. That's for sure. <laughs> but the Syria Mosque was a nice place oh, to a great, see a show. I, I saw a lot it. of shows there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Give me another show. Uh, I also said that I saw um, David Bowie. Oh, right. That's an amazing story. From the Wings How at Star the Lake. heck? Because I was That's David Bowie's so limo cool. driver. All right. Let me give you one. Okay. Um, 1988. The original uh, Joshua Tree tour by U2. Oh. I slept out on the sidewalk yeah. in front of the Decade in Oakland to get tickets. It really was epic. U2 was just kind of, you know, coming into its international self. Yeah. I loved the show. I loved being there. That was before the days when you could order tickets online. Yeah, yeah. Before you could call, you had to go to a national record mart, which is what I did. I can't tell you how many of us slept out on the sidewalk That's that cool. night. Yeah. But that was a great show. Um, 1983, Forest Hills Tennis Stadium. I saw David Byrne in the big white suit uh, with talking heads. Really? Which was excellent was my uh, second year in New York City, and someone said, you got to check these guys out. And I was like, oh, I'd be happy to. Yeah, so we just kind of fell into it, and uh, that was a great show. Wow, that's yeah. really good. The big white suit, which he you know, exploited to the nth degree. For a long time. Oh, yeah, it was really great. Wow, yeah, that's a good head. show. Yeah, I bet was that was a good show. show. Yeah. Um, how about uh, Frank Sinatra? Yeah, I, that to me, mm-hmm. that's a super high watermark. I, I mean, really. And I, I got to see him twice. What? Twice. I can't remember. So the last time I saw him was in 1990 at the Civic Arena. I think the time for him might have been 83, 84. Well, he was with Stephen Eady the first time. Yeah, my parents were at that show. Were they? Oh, yeah. Oh, was it the same show as your parents? Uh-huh, that's super cool. And uh, the second time he was with Buddy Rich. Buddy Rich. Yeah. But seeing Frank Sinatra in person oh was gosh. just, it was really, yeah. it was really remarkable. Yeah, it sure was. It was a different crowd than the Jim Croce, uh, George Carlin crowd, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of overlap. Want to go to the phones? Yeah. Okay. Jim's calling us. Hey, Jim, thanks for coming along today. Uh, best show you ever saw? Well, before I, I tell you the best show, I, I got to admit to, to Kathy, Kathy, this is Jim, your friend from Lake Stockwell. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I apologize, I didn't get to listen to the show yesterday, so maybe New Mike and John already outed you, but I wanted to give you a, a belated happy birthday. Thank oh, you, yeah, my yeah. friend. Mm-hmm. They did out me. I appreciate that. All though. right, all right. I didn't think it was uh, you know new news, but I wanted to take a shot. Sure. And I was hoping you'd open up the phone lines here at the end of the day because I'm listening. And I would tell you that my favorite concert was uh, Bruce Springsteen, the Born to Run Tour, 1985. Mm. My friend uh, Vince Nee and I slept out in the Northway Mall parking lot <laughs> to get... Get early tickets. We ended up in the seventh row for that show. Wow. wow. Our senior year in high school. So, yeah, it was a good time. Wow. That's so cool. um, so that was in what month? Ah, oh, gosh. Was um, that like summer? I, I want to say it was 
No, no, no. It was during the school year. My mom and dad were actually away. That's how I snuck out and, and spent the night at the Northway Mall parking lot. I want to say it was like October, like September, October. November really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. I like it. That's really good. Yeah, that's cool. I appreciate Thanks, that. I'd love to hear from you, Jim. I mean, you know, you, you show your passion. If you're sleeping out overnight. You have to really want it. Heck yeah. It's so different than, you know, being ripped off by Ticketmaster nowadays. I don't know what's worse or better, sleeping out in the Northway Mall parking lot or on the street in At- on Atwood in front of the decade. Well, there's not much difference. There really isn't. I, I mean, think the decade's dirtier. Oh, <laughs> there's no doubt about that. Yeah. Certainly is more beer-soaked. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you, um, I saw a Christian show, hey. but it was – I, I hesitate to even say that because it was a it was a show put on by musicians who were Christians. Let's put it that way. Okay, yeah. Abe Laboreal is a bass player. He did a show with Sheila E. Remember Sheila uh, E? Sure I do. She yeah. was Prince's, you know – Drummer. Protégé. Yeah, exactly. Um they did a show together with three three other musicians. Uh, the guy, I can't think of this guy's name. It's really bothering me. He's a great guitar player. He play, He was the house guitar player on American Idol for a long time, and his his name is escaping me. But Here anyway, in the city? No, not oh, in Pittsburgh. Okay. Huh? No, this, I saw this in California, Southern California. Okay. Um, anyway, that was a really great show. That's cool. Sheila E. and Abe Laborio are awesome performers. That was a really fabulous show. Is Sheila E. still alive? Oh, yeah. Is she? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, very much so. What Was she a worship leader at some point? No. I thought she no, was. No, she's a drummer. I thought she was a worship leader. There's some story about her that I, I remember reading, you know, as you can tell, pretty vague on the, on the sure. specifics. Sure. I mean, it's not like we have a lot of I details mean, no. on that. <laughs> it's only 50,000 watts. I mean, I know she's a believer and I yeah. know she's a musician. Okay, Whether fine. she's a worship leader Here, I'm questioning whether she's alive or not. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you want to know anything else about her? Sorry, Sheila. Gosh. My apologies to Pipe you. Pipe it down. Pipe it down about yeah. her. Uh, one show that um, I saw but didn't see, again, this was that you know um, era of uh, the limo driver. I saw the Grateful Dead, which I had the Grateful Dead in my limo. You what? Yeah, at Three Rivers Stadium, um, 1990 uh, maybe some t- summertime 90 91 because i did that the, the limousine gig but during the show one of the g- producers came over to me and said hey man uh limo driver would you mind taking uh one of the guy's kids and his nanny to go see a movie <laughs> So I had to leave the Grateful Dead show and drove. We drove out to Monroeville and watched The Bear. Did you ever see that movie, The Bear? No. Yeah, which you know, I'm like, wait. Uh, so you went to see The Bear with one of the Grateful Dead's kids, kids and their nanny. Yeah, while the while the show was going on. <laughs> yeah. Talk about awkward family photo. It Mike. was. It was really awkward. <laughs> That's fine. I didn't know they didn't know me. I didn't know them. We all sat in the theater together and watched the bear, probably with like six other people. But I was kind of enjoying the show because I'm not really a deadhead or anything like that. But were they nice? Oh, they were very nice. Yeah, Bob Weir, I think, was you know one of the guys. Did you ever have any famous person, musician in particular, in your uh, limo who was a jerk? No, no. Quite honestly, okay. No, for the most part, you're just anonymous. You know, you're just doing your thing. Keep your head down. You know, got your blue suit on. You're looking good. You're trying to go fast. No. Going back to David Bowie when he was in your limo? Yeah. Um, his- he called me a cowboy. Why? Because we were leaving Star Lake. You know, at the end of the show, you get, you know, sort of advanced push out. The police, there's a couple of police cars, and so you're right on their tail. At the time, the Star Lake um, parking lot wasn't paved, and so it was all cinder. So you're flying on the cinder, and then all of a sudden you pop up on the asphalt road. And I was moving, and as I did, I, you know, jumped from the cinder to the asphalt. I fishtailed. 
that car went woo woo, and there's nothing like you know a big limo flying you know sideways. And from the back, Bowie says, "Hold on there, cowboy." And I was like, "Okay, sorry," but we were good. Was his beautiful wife there? She was beautiful. Isn't she still she was, is beautiful? They were lovely. They were they were they were really classy people in the highest sense of the word. They were very kind and generous. They called me by my name. They introduced me to other people. Like I was part of them in some way. It was a really. A, it was just a class act. Anyway. Okay, Mike's telling us we have to break. All right. But when we come back, I'm going to tell you my most recent show. Oh. That's made it into the top four. Very nice. I- I've got one as well. Do you? Yeah, just as a regular guy, not as a limo driver. Okay. Everyone's talking about Better Together, the exciting new talk show by women and for women airing daily on TBN Television Network. Join host Lori Crouch and some awesome women of faith in action. Better Together is a fast-moving 30 minutes of honest, engaging conversation about all sorts of issues. No topic is off limits. That's what Better Together is all about, living, loving, and growing in God's grace together as friends and family. Join in weekdays at 1.30 p.m. Eastern, 10.30 a.m. Pacific for Better Together, exclusively on TBN. How does Eden Christian Academy prepare students for success? Through education that ignites the mind and inspires the spirit from pre-K through 12th grade, through 47 state-certified full-time teachers, and opportunities in sports, the arts, and service to the community. With results like SAT scores 200 points over the national average, schedule a tour at any of Eden's three North Hills campuses and see what the area's largest non-denominational Christian school has to offer at EdenChristianAcademy.org. When wet weather is on the way, keep it dry inside with J&D Waterproofing. Water seepage and a sinking foundation can cause major structural damage if left untreated. Joe Belanti and the team at J&D Waterproofing have the experience to correct your water problem with over 72 years in the industry. Call the Tri-State's premier waterproofing company now at 1-800-VERY-DRY for a free estimate and big savings on all waterproofing services for a limited time. J&D Waterproofing, 1-800-VERY-DRY. Train up children in the way they should go, and when they are old, they will not depart from it. PittsburghChristianSchools.net will help you locate true educational partners in Allegheny, Beaver, Butler, and Washington counties. PittsburghChristianSchools.net. Hey, Pittsburgh, this is Tun Chilkin from my friends at Calusi Chevrolet. If you've been thinking about a new car or truck, now is the time. This month, you could save 18% off the MSRP on select 2018 models still in stock. For example, the Chevy Cruze, Malibu, and Silverado all qualify. And you could buy with confidence knowing the team at Calusi has been serving Pittsburgh for over 100 years. Check them out at Calusi.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads at Calusi Chevrolet. Things would happen in church that you weren't allowed to laugh. Word FM presents... Funny things were happening, and we had to pretend like it wasn't happening. Ladies Night Out with writer, comedian, and playwright Sherry Lynn. My sister got up and she mined to a Yolanda Adams song, and it was beautiful. It's a night out for the girls. As she was miming and she was twirling, her wig came off. June 21st at the Bible Chapel. I have not seen the type of power or anointing that could make us forget your hairs on the floor. Get early bird admission now through May 31st at wordfn.com. Enjoy comfort year-round with a new train heating and cooling system. At Train, they test so it runs. For a limited time, you can get a great deal on a qualifying new train system. Visit traininfo.com to find your local dealer. That's traininfo.com. It's hard to stop a train. Hey, welcome back. We're talking about uh, our, our favorite shows, favorite live, live concerts shows we've ever seen. Uh, taking a few phone calls. We've got just a minute or so left. Hey, Vince, uh, you saw a show that you love? Tell us, please. 
I am here, and I'll be quick. You folks, do you two folks do a great job together? Thank you. Thank you for and how you entertain us. Uh, Kathy, happy birthday to you. Thank you. This is going to go back a little ways, back in about 1990 or 91. Uh, my favorite uh, uh, deal was Peter, Paul, and Mary, their last show that they did on uh, uh, the uh, oh, Syria Mosque. Oh, yeah. Just before they tore it down. Okay. And uh, they did their favors, like Puff the Magic Dragon. So Jeff forth. loves that, so oh. she loves that. That's fine. Anyway, hey, well, Vince. You both. thank I'm, you. I know you probably got a 5 o'clock or, you know, 6, six o'clock, break, yeah. So thank you, Vince. Have a great day. Yeah, I appreciate your calling. That's good stuff. Yeah. Okay. I can't do folk music. I, I like folk music. Good. I really do. Let's knock it out. You, you, you surprise me because you don't like story songs. Right. I, I love like, story songs. I don't like slow songs, and I don't like what? story songs. Wait, you don't like There's, slow songs? No, I don't like slow you don't songs. Like, no. What, but wait a second. Slow songs are so boring. Frank Sinatra is like the king of the ballads. I don't like his ballads. Oh, I love <laughs> Really? I really don't. Wait, that's like a really vague generalization. I know. Slow songs. All right. What's this, Mike? Earth, Wind, it's not Earth, Wind, and oh, Fire. This is terrible. Earth, Wind, Let Fire? me just tell you, Earth, Wind, and Fire, October of 2018, oh. Youngstown, Ohio. Yeah, oh, yeah. gosh. Oh, this song. When Mike. I was a kid, the first time I heard this song, I cried. Can we play September by Earth, Wind, and Fire? You realize that you're, you're going to die when you hear this song. We're all going to die. Well, when you're a kid, you hear this and you go, oh, my gosh, I had no idea this was coming. Boy, that's the kind of thing you want to listen to when you're a Puff, kid, right? Well, yeah, it's sort of, you know. Kids would be happier if they listened to what? September by Earth, Wind & Fire. Well, that's, there's maybe some truth to that. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Hey, we're, we're still talking on Facebook and on Twitter, so find us there. Tell us about your favorite live show. Yeah. Thanks for being with us. And uh, the podcast is up at iTunes and johnandkathyshow.com and all that, okay? Love you guys. Always a pleasure. Uh, God willing, we'll see you Monday. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.